I'm Agent Phil Coulson with the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. That's quite a mouthful. I know. We're working on it. of agents of summer cast it's officially summer now andy so yeah. we can use our summer cast tagline yep for sure it's very very warm over here yeah it's been warm here too <laughs> i am colonel chaos aka chipsella and joining me once again this week is the one and only it's three weeks away andy agent andy ant-man urquhart i know i <laughs> i've kind of I've forgotten about it a little bit because I have I have betrayed my uh, my roots and I have gone to the dark side this week. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes, you're playing the new Batman game. Yes, I've spent a lot of time in Gotham over the last couple of days. At least you're not in a Starling City bathhouse. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, well, just briefly. How is it? I've hemmed and hawed, and I've decided I'm not going to get the game right now because I don't have time to play it, quite honestly. Yeah, you should probably polish the Witcher off first <laughs> before getting into another big open world game. Civil War Part 2 will be out by the time I finish the Witcher. <laughs> but yeah, um, Arkham Knight came out on uh, well Monday at midnight. I got it because mm-hmm. I, I bought it digital, and it's uh, it's incredible. Okay. I'll, I'll say I'll save the rest for uh, for forty two, and I know that Fred will be talking around the V team mm-hmm. this week. But yeah, what, what an incredible game! They need to get a Marvel game where they can do a character as well as they've done Batman in these uh, Batman games. Now I'm just going to ask you quick. We'll do. We got nothing this week, people. We got news. That's it. Um, do you feel that you have to have played the first two? Because I don't count. Arkham Origins. Uh, do you feel that you have to play the first two in order to uh, enjoy this game? Mm, not necessarily. I mean, there are like callbacks to things that happened, and th- there are callbacks to Origins as well. Mm-hmm. In it, but you could probably get away without having played them. Just okay. about as long as you're familiar with Batman. Who's that? <laughs> who, who's this winged winged rat that keeps showing up? No. Um, and I take, it, I take it you haven't played the other two then? I played a bit of Arkham 1. Mm. And I really enjoyed it. It just, you know, it, it came out in September. And you know what September is like in the video game thing. There's a new game every week. So 
uh, yeah, I never got back to it. Um, no, you brought up a great point or a great idea, and let, let, let's expand on it a little bit. Um, for those that don't follow video games, and I'm sorry we're going to video games, that's our roots here, people. Um, but those that don't follow video games, the Batman, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight, like I said, I'm not counting Arkham Origins, because mm-hmm. that was miserable, and I did <laughs> play that, um, are probably the greatest superhero games of all time. Yeah, I definitely couldn't argue with that. I I couldn't pick out any that are better. (laughs) And for the most part, they're fairly open world. Uh, You do a lot of climbing, jumping, flying. They're they're using the version of Batman that I hate. I mean, it's Iron Man in a bat suit. (laughs) Um, But... I mean, there's gadgets, there's investigating, there's a lot of great combat. Everything about the game gelled very well. And you have all the classic villains with a, kind of a dark, twisted tint to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love the models for the characters in uh, the Batman games, now, or in the Arkham games. And you, you just said something, and I, I want to take this a little further, and I, I'm going to put it out to everybody on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, who in the Marvel universe, who, what character could you make a game that is as good as the Batman Arkham series? Yeah. I mean, I just don't know if it's even possible. Like, cause if you made uh, an Iron Man game, for example, Iron Man, uh, it's going to be like Iron Man flying about, taking down bad guys. Yeah. They've right. done Iron Man games, and they've always been miserable experiences. Yeah, it's because like it's difficult to get an actual flying mm. character. Right, obviously, mm. Batman kind of glides, like he doesn't really have power per se. Like he just glides everywhere, which is fine. That works, and like Batman's always been able to do that, so that's fine. Um, Iron Man, however, you introduce the flying. You if you don't get the flying controls right, the game's fucked from the start. Mm-hmm. Which is well, where which is where the games have gone wrong in the past. We've seen good flying games, and this is not going to turn into a video game show, <laughs> I promise you guys. Um, but we have seen a good flying game. It's called Saints Row 4, mm-hmm. where, where they did get the flying aspect right. Um, so, I mean, it is doable. It's doable in a city environment. Yep. Um, but, you know, you, Batman has such a rich history in rogues gallery and backstory and a fantastic city to uh you know for a backdrop that being gotham and you have you know you have the arkham asylum and everything that goes along with uh gotham and i'm trying to think uh you're the one who said it that marvel needs to step up their game Mm. who are they gonna do it with yeah, I mean, Spider-Man's really the only kind of one that stands out, and it, they've done it a little bit. Like, the first Amazing Spider-Man game was very good, and yep. then the second one was terrible. So there is a potential there for them to take, like, what they did in the first game and, like, make it better. But, yeah, it's kind of... They had some great ideas in that game and then ruined them all in the second game, which was very strange. I would love to see them do like an Avengers game because, like, in this uh, in this Batman game, I'm not going to say spoilers or anything like that, but there's like a cool team up mechanic in it, mm-hmm. 
Whereas some in some other missions, you get like a not a co-op partner, like uh, but you get an extra helper. One of Batman's cohorts will help him help him out to beat up some bad guys, and you just you can switch between them by pressing L one. That would be amazing, like if they made an Avengers game and you had that mechanic in it, and you had like all the Avengers being able to use them and do different stuff, like different missions with them. That's the way to go with one of these games rather than focus on one character because whilst the Marvel characters are very strong, they possibly, I mean, an Incredible Hulk video game, what, what can you possibly do with that, like in an open world type situation? It's not going to work that well except just have Hulk smash everything, you know? <laughs> like he's not going to be able to go in and like tail like a truck or anything like that or like and he's not going to have any gadgets or anything, so. How about... How about doing and well, and technically he's dead and doesn't exist in the Marvel universe anymore. But how about an open world Wolverine game set in maybe Madripoor or something like that? It's Wolverine on his own mm-hmm. in a city. You can have it be either you know some maybe some murder mystery that uh, ties in the hand mm-hmm. and something like that because. Uh, I think I think you're kind of on the right track that if you take the overpowered characters, Superman, Iron Man, Thor, you know, any of the from either uh, universe, uh, their powers actually limit them because, you know, they can just smash everything. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, taking a character like Batman, who does have limits, mm-hmm. his bank account may be bank account may be limitless, <laughs> but he he has a as a person it has his limits um you know maybe that is you know he's grounded for the most part um he relies on multiple skills so if you did something dark and gritty with Wolverine and they did a game a few years ago that was i think fairly decent but yeah the X-Men Origins Wolverine game yeah yeah, that was actually a pretty decent game. The the whole like claw launching thing was mm-hmm. pretty cool. But if you took that and you kind of made it more open world, because as, as far as I know, it wasn't an open world game. Nah, not so. Uh, um, maybe you could do something there. Uh, you know, the character. I mean, I'm thinking. You know, you got Daredevil, you got Luke Cage. I'm thinking the, the ones that are having shows. They're also, you know, ground-based uh, characters, but they don't. Ha- the thing about Batman is he has all the cool toys. Yeah, and you know, so you can use that. Those guys, they got fists. That's about <laughs> it. You know. Well, um, well, Daredevil, right? Do you not think Daredevil they could do something really interesting with because they could make him make you play as the lawyer as well, and you could like be a lawyer in the game as well as like go and fight crime. Like, so by day, you're in the courtroom, you're, like, investigating the cases, you're trying to, like, build a defense and all that sort of stuff, and then by night, you're out knocking skulls. Oh, uh, so, uh, it's part Phoenix Wright, Pat, part Crackdown. Objection! <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you could do something cool, Crackdown style with the, you know, an agility orb style with his radar sense. Mm. Um, you know, another game that kind of got the superhero thing right... And I, I the, the third one I never finished. I didn't finish any of them actually. But uh, but a game that really did the superhero thing right was Infamous. Mm-hmm. 
there's a guy with various abilities that actually gets more as the game goes along. But uh, once again, they kept it uh, grounded and, you know, he could die. He couldn't just uh, whack everybody like if it was the Hulk or Iron Man, use, or, you know, just use your repulsors. You had to use multiple skills. I'm just I just thought it was a cool, you know, you said it and, and it just got me thinking. Um, it'll never happen, but if, um, and it's maybe too much of a ripoff because the character more or less is a ripoff <laughs> of Batman would be Moon Knight. He's, obviously he's not popular enough to, yeah. uh, garner his own game other than a great pinball table by Zen Studios, but, uh, it's, that's still a very pretty table, mm-hmm. but, um, he, there's, you know that that is probably but like that's probably the closest you could get but i think it's almost a it would be almost a total ripoff yeah i would i would i would kind of agree with that i mean you could definitely introduce the aspect of his like split personality and all that sort of stuff but i don't think that it would be as good or anyone as popular as the these batman games and we did we did the episodes last year, the crossover with Gaming History 101. Mm. And I think uh, by the end of going through all the Marvel games, we had come to the conclusion that probably 90% of them were crap. <laughs> yeah. There's like one or two that were, that were decent and like a couple that were very good and then most of them were just absolute dross. You have the multiple Marvel Ultimate Alliances. Mm-hmm. You have the first Spider-Man game that was that came out two years ago. Yeah, and I did I did like the uh, Shattered Dimensions game as well. Okay, I, I thought it was pretty good as well. I got to mess around with that. I don't think I ever played it. Um, you have the Wolverine game and you have the Deadpool game. Mm-hmm. Yep, and and then aside from that, you're like pinball tables and like mobile games, which are certainly not a substantial not in terms of how many hours you play the chip but in terms of the actual gameplay that's involved in them and story and things like that i did get carnage <laughs> nice and apparently the new character being introduced this weekend is the thing so. yeah but we are long overdue an avengers game for like such a big action movie franchise there needs to be a fucking game for that there is andy it came out with the connect it was oh. called uh... <laughs> uh, the battle for us no 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 not that <laughs> You know, I think I have that. <laughs> I think I think I got it like on clearance. I never touched the thing. Do you know? What I don't I remember know? what system it's for. Well, it's for the 360, and they also brought it out for the Wii U. And I almost bought it for the Wii U because it was on sale. But my Wii U wouldn't let me buy it because I didn't have enough storage on my on my Wii U at the time because I've got the basic model, mm-hmm. and I was waiting on getting my like uh, uh, USB dongle thing delivered. And then when I got it delivered, I plugged it in and went to buy it, and it was not on sale anymore. So, but uh, Fraser did buy it and told me it was absolutely horse shit. So, <laughs> it's my Wii U saved me from from that purchase. <laughs> so, to to our to the howlers, uh, if you have an idea for a Marvel game, either tweet us or send us a Facebook message. Uh, if you do a Facebook, uh, give us some details. You know, go into how it would work and why it would kick ass. Yeah. Because I'm drawing a real blank on 
a great a great Marvel game. Now, because the Bat the Batman Arkham series uh, are some of the best games that came out last generation. Mm-hmm. So, um, I want I, I just want to see what people think. And if you think we're uh, giving something the short shrift, let us know that as well. <laughs> so, all right. That's enough for our video game segment. This is not the B team, nor is it level uh, 42 level one, also <laughs> known as the new 42. Uh, by the way, I see you guys switched up the opening again. I like it. Yeah, I had to cut it down a bit because it was three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's the, like it was obviously that was the, the whole thing to introduce the new show. But right. now that now that it, now that we uh, we're established that this is the new show and I had to cut it down to a more manageable length, so people aren't having to wait three minutes before they can listen to the podcast, especially on the uh, on the recording. Right. Um, and I think I owe you, and I think I got to do a new sounder for the B team now that Fred's back. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Fred. <clears throat> Just throw it in the, here. I'll give you a quick sounder now with a hundred percent more Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Seventeen minutes, okay. <laughs> uh, there we go. Um, so we, we we have an idea for a show, and then just over the weekend, I was just finding news story after news story, and we said, you know what, we'll save uh, that bit for maybe next week, and may and maybe you know, I'll talk to you a little more. Maybe we can get a special guest to join us for that, and so we, just so we can. Uh, Put you know, put the first shovel of dirt on uh, Starling City Radio for us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd love to get Allie on here. Yeah, so. I'll, see, I'll see what I can do if we can mark right. your schedule. All right, and we you know, since we're not live, we can work around him. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, we decided we're going to do news, and before we get into the news, Andy, well, this is kind of news. Um. When I got home tonight, I had something awesome waiting for me. You're dead, yes, and I'm incredibly jealous. <laughs> um, I got an email saying it was shipped. I just didn't realize it was coming. Usually, like last time, it took like a week and a half for it mm. to get here. This time, it took like two days. Um, I got the second Marvel Collector's Core loot crate today. Nice. And I put pictures on my personal Facebook page. I'll go put them on Agents of Shieldcast when we get done. Uh, but... This one is featuring Ant-Man. Andy's favorite character. The, the greatest superhero of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, and these things, I think they're like $26, including shipping. You get a box every other month. And what you get is a ton of crap based on a particular character. Last month was Avengers, and you got the cool Hulkbuster uh Funko Pop, uh, you got some little bobblehead thing that I never even opened, a, cu- a patch, a pin, um, and it was all, av- and, and probably, I think, the worst t-shirt ever. I don't even think <laughs> I've taken it out of the shrink wrap yet. It's one of those that I'll, I'll wear to bed. It's gray, it's monochrome, it's gray with blue, and it's like Hulk versus Thor. It's kind of like uh, one of the boxing posters in the back of... Uh, or in the background of a Daredevil episode. Mm, yep. And it was just, seriously? So, <laughs> anyways, the shirt was lame. So this month, uh, I we knew it was coming. Uh, the Loot Crate features Ant-Man. 
And what you get is a Funko Pop bobblehead of Scott Lang without the mask on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is, I think, is exclusive to that box, isn't it? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, as far as I know it is. And then they, then they have a little tiny Ant-Man next to him. <laughs> Real tiny. Uh, they always do that. Like, every single Ant-Man figure that comes out, they always have, like, a normal-sized one, and then they have a little tiny one with them. Uh, then you get two mystery bobbleheads. Apparently, there's a total of four, and they sent me two. <laughs> okay. And they're random. I don't know what's in the boxes. I didn't bother opening them yet. You get a pin. You get a patch. You get a special variant cover edition of Ant-Man number five. And then you get a T-shirt. This T-shirt is... A hundred percent better than the last one, <laughs> but that ain't saying much. Yeah. Uh, it, it is the Ant-Man logo. Nice big letters. And then under it, there's a tiny little Ant-Man. <laughs> uh, that and saying actual size. <laughs> nice. So at least it's, there's more color to it. It's a black t-shirt. I get, I can wear it uh, when I go to the, to see the movie in a couple of weeks. But, um, you know, it, it's a cool. It's cool to get this box, every, you know, every couple of months, and you just you open up and you see what's in there, and uh, it's just some cool crap. Yeah, I really like the design on the boxes. Like the mm-hmm. the boxes is phenomenal. That that struck me. I didn't realize what you know after the first one they were going to change the box art every time. Yep. And the nice thing is the boxes are the right size, obviously, to be uh, for comic books. Mm. So it gives me because, you know, I've been buying books on a, on a fairly regular basis. It gives me a place, a, a box to store them in. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so check out Marvel Collectors Core Loot Crate and uh, it, it, it's, it's worth it. It's cool to just get a box every couple of months with a bunch of silly little things in it. So, all right. We got news, Andy. Where do we start? Should we start with the the big headline? I guess so. Yeah, we'll start with that. All right. So we finally have Spider-Man. Yes, and obviously we knew that Spider-Man was coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They announced that a couple of months ago now. Um, it's a collaboration with Sony rather than Marvel having bought the character back or anything like that. But they did finally announce that Spider-Man has been cast and they also have a director attached to the next movie. Right. Who's the director? <laughs> I'll tell you who Spider-Man is first. <laughs> That's the information I have handy. <laughs> Alright. But yeah, Spider-Man is going to be played by Tom Holland. Yeah. Who is uh, 19 years old, which is really the only interesting thing about him. Well, <laughs> I told you, when, you know, I'm looking at p- the pictures of him, and it looks like a slightly older version of my 11-year-old nephew. <laughs> yeah. It's like, shit, Zev could have played him. Yeah, I know, but I, I don't think he looks that young. Like He looks like he could still be shit in his diapers. I think he could pass for maybe like maybe seventeen at a push, no younger than that, which kind of puts into question the whole thing. Like they said that they want to put him in high school, and mm. a nineteen-year-old is not at high school. This kid looks—he's baby-faced. 
And I guess that I guess that's good if you want to so that he can play Spider-Man for the next 10 years. But I don't know. I never I never liked the real life characters. I think the best one is probably Charlie Cox's uh, Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean the uh, the alter egos, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Charlie Charlie Cox looks the right age and has the right look for Matt Murdock. Mm, yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, this punk looks like he should be uh, in the boy in a Boy Scout uniform, a Cub Scout uniform. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna get the Boy Scouts. You're gonna get even Spider-Man uniform very soon, because he is gonna be in Civil War. Uh, let's put him in Bat Baby. <laughs> oh God, not Bat Baby! <laughs> I'm glad. I'm just glad they didn't cast him. <laughs> that would have been disastrous. I'm sure he's locked up by DC and Warner right now, but most most likely. But hopefully, they just they, they just kill him off and say, "Oh, he was a clone, or he was uh, he was something else. He was a he was a decoy." <laughs> but anyway, you know, um, the real Batman comes and kills him. <laughs> yeah, like what's this little boy doing here? He's brainwashed everyone. <laughs> um. Anyways, in terms of things that he's been in, nothing really stands out here. I mean, it looks like he did the some musical. Yeah, he was in Belly Elliot the musical. Right. Which um. In terms of movies, yeah, Back Country. I think I've. That, I think that's the only one of these movies that I even heard of. Yeah, and I don't even know that that movie's out yet. Back. Oh yeah, because it's a, that's this year, and uh, in the in the heart of the sea is another one. I think that's coming out this year as well. Yeah, this... and then he was in Lock. He played Eddie. Oh, no, that was only as a voice. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, basically, they got another no-name, which I don't have a problem with that. Nope. Because they've, like, done, they've done very well with yep. no-names. Like Charlie Cox, I was not familiar with at right. all before seeing him in Daredevil, and he was phenomenal as Matt Murdock. So, it's possibly better for them to do that rather than go with an established actor. And there aren't too many like young established actors out there. Well, look at the, I mean, other than Ming-Na Wen and, uh, on S.H.I.E.L.D. And, yeah, we'll just use her because I don't. you can't consider um, the chick from How I Met Your Mother a regular. Uh, but other than Ming, there are no quote-unquote established ac- actors on S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm, lots of new characters, yeah. Oh, new, not new characters, new actors. And... Uh, you know, it took a little while for the, them to develop, mm-hmm. but um, you know that that's worked out very well for them. And I would say the same thing. Chris Helmsworth is, wasn't really a known actor. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, the Avengers. There's there's some names there. I mean, but Robert, other than no, Robert Downey Jr. Is... Ro- Robert Downey Jr. But everybody else. Yeah, all right, whatever. And I mean, when they did when they did originally cast him as Iron Man, he was like uh, he was like down and out basically in his career. Who was that? I'm sorry, I lost. Uh, you there. Robert Downey Jr. was basically yeah. down and out in his career at that time, and that this totally turned his career around, and now he's at an all time high. Right. So 
you know, there's Chris Chris so, Evans had been in a lot of movies. Yeah. But he was he's kind of like that dude. You know, you, you he he didn't own any of the movies he was in. <laughs> no, like Fantastic Four. He's the human torch. <laughs> Nobody wants to own the Fantastic Four movies, uh, no. especially the second one. <laughs> I was trying to explain that to my nephew Zev, you know, about the Fantastic Four 2 and who Galactus was and that, you know, well, why isn't he in any of the movies? I said, well, he was, but he didn't actually ever show up. No, he was like a cloud. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. And they ruined the Silver Surfer in that movie, too, who is one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So we get a note. We got some no name snot nosed brat playing Spider Man. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. Like, I think it's going to be interesting. And what they, what they said about him was like that in the screen test, he absolutely knocked it out of the park. So as long as, like, if Kevin Feige's happy with it, I'm happy with, I'm happy with it. I'm sure he'll be fine, but just looking at pictures of him, he looks like the youngest kid on a sitcom. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, I hope they do it like where uh, these. I don't want him to start off in high school. I want him to start off like in college. Like that would be fine by me for a 19 year old to be like in college, like doing some sort of scientific degree, that sort of thing, and doing his Spider Man shit on the side. And They're not doing that. Well, they said that they want to do them high school, but they haven't like come out and said the plot of the movie or anything like that yet. So we'll just have to wait and see how that works out. At he will at the oldest he he will be a sophomore in high school. Which, I mean, there's a reason they got a kid that looks this young. <laughs> I know, but seeing two years, he's gonna look. He's not gonna be believable as like still being a high school kid. Well, if he's 19 and it's a little iffy, I believe he's actually gone through puberty. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'll have a you, he doesn't look like... <laughs> you know, may, maybe, you know, in the middle of this, they can have Spider-Man's voice change. Oh, uh, yeah. But I think that um, casting a young actor is definitely good for it, and I would like to see them carry through the Spider-Man storyline and, and get him to, like, through high school and like into like uh, grown up Peter Parker sort of stuff where he's like uh, working in his own lab and all that sort of stuff and he become like the whole uh, what was the story um, what was the storyline brand was it brand new day I think I can't remember big time big time that was it where where he like he starts to work for the uh, for the company and he's doing all his uh, research and he's working uh, quote unquote with Spider Man. And he designs all Spider-Man's gadgets. Okay. I didn't read it, but... <laughs> um, we'll see. I It's not going... Unfortunately, Andy, that's, Mar- that's Marvel Phase 5. Mm-hmm. At that's the fine. earliest. Yeah, that's fine. And that, that's cool. I mean, if... But I think, you know, they're going to milk the high school thing for at least two movies... Mm-hmm. And then maybe you get the co- you know Spider Man the college years mm-hmm. for a movie or two, so you don't get to the interesting stuff until uh, you know at l- least six seven years out. The other thing is by casting him this young and putting him uh, in Civil War, 
where he's going to premiere, one of the big story points in Civil War was Spider-Man, uh, first of all, siding with registration and revealing his identity to everybody, mm. which uh, a lot of people felt betrayed, you know, friends, colleagues, everybody felt betrayed. And uh, then, you know, halfway through, uh, mm. switching over, realizing that they were going down the wrong path. Mm. Yep. Um, especially when he, you know, and then... He was protecting his family. You know, he you know he sent Aunt May and Mary Jane on the road to escape uh, the registration cops. Yep. So, so you know, you take all of that right out of the another thing removed from the Civil War. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he's not established at all at this point, and I don't. I would say that it would be very difficult for them to try and shoehorn that into Ant Man in any way, aside from an Easter egg. No, they're they're not. Well, unless they do a after credit scene. Yeah, even at that though, like, how long is the fucking after credit scene going to be? We have to be like ten minutes to like really establish Spider Man. You're not going to have that. No, but you could have some little cameo with him uh, lurking in the shadows and climbing up a wall. Oh no, no, I, I absolutely like totally down with that, and I, I definitely think there'll be mentions of him in in Ant Man. There's rumors of like Oscorp getting mentioned and stuff like that, so I would assume that that stuff's all going to be in there. But I don't think, just really, it's not going to have the same gravitas for him to come out and after like having met him for ten minutes in the movie to then come out and go, oh okay, right, I'll reveal my secret identity. Like it isn't a big deal. No, because like in the in the comic books, he's had his secret identity for years, and he's right. never he'd never been public ever. Right. And uh, then for him to come out and reveal his secret identity, to everyone was like a holy shit moment. And uh, mm-hmm. just to get J. Jonah Jameson's reaction was just absolutely incredible. And I don't think you're gonna it's gonna have the same gravitas in the movie. No, I, I don't think do they're that. gonna do it. But they don't they don't have a character in the movie. To re- to uh, reveal their secret identity. Mm, not really, no. So, um, it's going to be interesting. I and I'm trying to stay away from Civil War spoilers. I've seen some articles I wanted to click on, and it's like, no, not going to do it. I'd rather just do rampant speculation, and uh, because I think that's much more fun. <laughs> I've clicked on a few things, but I mean, most of it is just what other people are speculating upon based on the set photos yeah I've, I've seen some things uh, script leaks and things like that it's like yeah I'm not reading those yeah I don't like that <laughs> and anything Tiger Claw sends me I don't read <laughs> hi TC oh that's a gift <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I do like getting those because it, it means that I don't need to go and check the the comic book websites I just um, Tiger Claw gives me the, the rundown. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. I'll read the headlines, but usually that's about as far as I follow. <laughs> um, so we also got the 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 director, and yes. that would be I lost his name here, uh, John Watts. John Watts, yep. Who, as far as I can tell, directed the movie Cop Car, which hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> must have been must have been good. <laughs> I presume that Marvel have seen it. Well, I guess it made its debut earlier this year at the Sundance Film Festival. 
Okay, and I mean, like, them picking somebody like that to direct a movie like this, it's totally fine, because you look mm-hmm. at James Gunn, James Gunn hadn't really done, like, a, a big movie sort of thing before, and he handled Guardians of the Galaxy, fin- like, fantastically, so, totally fine. The Russo it. brothers. The Russo brothers, yeah, well, I mean, they'd done some other things before mm-hmm. that were... Okay. They're not necessarily big action piece movies, but certainly, like, movies and TV shows and stuff. Like the Russo, I'm sure the Russo brothers were involved in Arrested Development. Okay. And uh, that was a whole connected universe and like in jokes and uh, intertwined storylines and stuff. So they they're familiar with with that sort of thing. And they are the absolute right choice to go with the next Avengers movies. So I'm very glad that they are doing those. Um, I saw something earlier tonight, and I don't really want to go off on this too too much, but. Apparently, Marvel is going to announce the directors for Black Panther and Ms. Marvel probably by the end of the summer. Yep. And, you know, they're going for diversity. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I have nothing against any gender, any race, anything like that. I really don't care. Um, I just don't think picking a director because she's a woman or picking a director because she's black or he's Hispanic. Hmm. I don't see what the difference is. I just want the best person for the job. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it will be, though, that the best person for the job uh, as as a woman for Captain Marvel, and it may be that it's an African American man for uh, Black Panther. Just yeah. maybe that their vision of the character can bring it to life that much better. But it, at the same time, it could be a white sixty year old Jewish guy. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. It could, as long as it's not Hitler, I'm fine with it. <laughs> um, no, I mean, you know, the idea of having Angelina Jolie uh, direct Ms. Marvel. Cool. I don't have a problem with that. I do. I do not like Angelina Jolie as a director. <laughs> well, I, I know she has. She did some movie that uh, was up for some Academy Awards last year. Mm. Um, she has the experience. If she has a vision for the movie that's going to make it enjoyable, by all means, bring Angelina Jolie in. But if, um. Who's the guy who does? Uh, if Jeremy Bruckheimer has a better idea for the same movie, please, I want him. No, please tell him. Please tell him no. <laughs> we don't want Jerry Bruckheimer, and we don't want I, fucking Michael Bay. None of those guys. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm just using. I'm a. I'm using names that I know and guys that do action movies. Uh, you know, if the Wachowski siblings know uh, have an idea mm-hmm. for. I don't know, the next Thor movie or Inhumans or even Infinity War. Bring them in. It doesn't, at the end of the day, I don't care about the color of my, the color, gender, or race of my director. I want a good fucking movie. Yeah, especially, I mean, at the end of the day, you didn't, we don't see the director as the person right. that goes to see the movie, so it doesn't matter what they look like. They could be a robot for all we care. It could be Ultron directing the movie for all, for all we care. As long as the movie's good, who cares who made it? Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, 
do I remember James Gunn? Well, yeah, I do because I mean he was not—he was pretty much the spokesperson for the movie. Mm-hmm, yeah, John Favreau wasn't really the spokesperson for the Iron Man movie. <laughs> no, well, uh, I mean nowadays, like even compared to like Iron Man Two, which is the last one that John Favreau directed, right. uh, we're a lot more socially connected now with with these sort of people. You see them on Twitter, like posting all the time, and they post like behind the set pictures and. Like thoughts and opinions and all that sort of stuff. So, you and like obviously we we follow them and things. So, we you can kind of get a better picture of who they are and yeah. that all adds to the sort of hype trains as well. But you know, I'd say ninety percent of that isn't even them tweeting that stuff. They have a social media director who is putting up the tweets for them. You know, uh, and at the end, and it still comes at the end of the day. Okay, you made a great movie, or you made a shitty movie, <laughs> but I'm not really going to remember you mm-hmm. as much as I'm going to remember Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Helmsworth or uh, Chris Pratt. Yep. You know, those are the those are the people that, uh, that I care about in the movie. Mm. So I, I it's. <sighs> It's, I mean, picking somebody just because they fill a certain bucket, a bullet point, that has nothing to actually do with the movie itself is, you know, I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's because I'm an overweight, middle-aged, fat guy, and you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm your typical American or whatever. I, you know, I don't know. No, I do, I do agree with you, Chip, and, and I, I'm certainly not American. <laughs> so, I, so I don't know. It's, I I just I, I I don't you know I don't judge you know I don't uh, judge people based on their ethnicity, race, gender. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter these days. I think uh, it it just bugs me that we still have to have uh, you know, people make issues out of these things. Yeah, like I guarantee, I guarantee if they if they have a male director directing Captain Marvel, all the feminists will kick up all the shit about it. Right, and you know, uh, here in here in the United States, they they made a rule. I think it's called the Rooney Rule in football. Uh huh. That before you pick a new head coach for a football team, one of the people you in, in, ha, have interview has to be black. <laughs> You don't have to pick them, but you have to at least have interviewed uh, an African American uh, for the job. How does that work? If no no African Americans <laughs> apply for the job, do you have to just go and find one? Like that seems a bit ridiculous to me. There are plenty of qualified African American uh, people out there to be head coaches. I don't have a problem with it. There, you know, that's. But it's it's just why are you know. And I, I no, we're not going down this. I mean, this this is a very very bad rabbit hole um, that we shouldn't get into because it just goes into American politics, mm. shit going on in America. There's a lot of fucked up people in the world. They're not just here in America. Uh, we just put them on the nightly news when they do horrible things. So. Um, there was a shooting earlier this week in Charleston that was horrific. Mm-hmm. 
Um, uh, so, and I, you know, I don't, I do not have a Confederate flag, uh, hanging in my house or out in front of it. Don't take me that way. I'm just saying to me, I don't care what the color of your skin is, whether or not you have a set of balls or not. I just, I treat everybody shitty. You know? <laughs> treat everyone equally shit. I, I treat everybody <laughs> just the same. So, <laughs> Um, so, uh, so I, I just, I just don't see why this is the issue that it is in the 21st century. Mm, yeah. So, all right. God, we got way too deep this week. <laughs> and we haven't even gotten past the first news story. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Spider-Man's cast, looking forward to it. Um, 2017, I believe is... Is it 2017? Is the Spider-Man movie? Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, it hasn't even gone into pre-production yet. I would assume that as soon as he's finished on... Uh, as, is it as... next year or is it 2016? No. No, it's definitely not 2017. Yep. There it goes. It's right in front of me. July 28th, 2017. Yeah. So, as I would assume as soon as uh, he's finished working on Captain America Civil War, they're going to jump straight into development on Spider-Man. Whatever they, whatever they're gonna call it, don't know. It's obviously it's not gonna be called the Amazing Spider-Man. They don't want to confuse it with the Amazing Spider-Man movie. So whether or not they call it, it was rumored that they call it Spectacular Spider-Man. I'm fine with that. Or whether they just call it Spider-Man and fuck the, the those other three movies, or whether they call it Ultimate Spider-Man or whatever else Spider-Man. You could literally call it Spider-Man anything. As long as it's just Spider-Man, it does not matter. Yeah. All right. What else did we have? No real shield news this week. Um, well, there was one tiny piece of shield news that I wanted to mention, and it is huh? just something that I read tonight on uh, ShieldTV.net, which is that although Marvel is not attending San Diego Comic Con in its usual way, like mm-hmm. normally they have the big what was it Hall H panel, they normally have that big panel. They're not doing that this year. There is still going to be a TV panel with uh, Agents of Shield and Agent Carter, and all the stars are going to be there. Except for Howard Stark. Howard yeah, Stark because... He's not there. Because I don't think he's going to be in season two, particularly. Which is a shame, because he's... Pro- you know... He he did a fantastic job mm-hmm. in the thing. But yeah, I, I wonder how much of a... Um, I wonder if, I, with him being in Preacher, I'm kind of wondering how much, uh, whether he's persona non grata with Marvel now. Mm, possibly. I mean, I would assume that Preacher is a big, uh, I would assume that Preacher is a big uh, money pet for him. Like, not money pet, a big uh, get in terms of a uh, lucrative contract. We lost you there for a minute, Andy. Yeah, I know it'll be it'll be fine on my recording. I kept, okay, kept. I, I've been having Skype issues like last night did it as well. It's fucking Skype. But anyway, um, yeah, the, so I think it's probably some sort of issue with uh, the preacher contract as to why I'm, he's not listed as being in. The I'm sure it is. Yeah, it might you might get him in as like uh, little bits and pieces, but he's not going to be a regular in it. No. There was another Marvel. I thought I had another Marvel story, but I can't find it now. <laughs> um, all right, uh, something. It was something else about uh, Marvel Comic Con, but 
for some reason, it doesn't look like it's showing up in my messages to you. I wonder if I messaged it to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> look at these exciting Marvel what stories. The, what, the hell is, what the hell is he doing? Um, okay. Uh, what else did we have, Andy? Uh, we, oh, we did have the news about the Incredible Hulk. The possibility of the, okay. of the movie. I can explain this. Yeah, the possibility of the movie, movie stuff, and basically it is to do with the rights. Marvel does mm-hmm. have the rights to make an Incredible Hulk movie, but uh, Universal still have the rights to distribute the movie, which is why, which is basically why Marvel hasn't made it yet, because Universal would take a massive cut of their profits. Mm-hmm. So and Marvel Marvel obviously wants to retain it all in house, especially with Hulk because I don't know if how involved Universal would be if they had to distribute it. But I would assume that all they would do is like send the movie out and have their logo on it. They wouldn't need to do anything else to it, and probably wouldn't even need to contribute any of the budget, which is quite a bit different from what they're doing with Sony and the Spider Man stuff because Sony is financing the Spider Man movie. Well, yeah, because but I mean they. Oh, okay, Sony. Yeah, but Sony's also getting all the profits from the from the Spider Man movie. They're not sharing any any of that with Marvel. Well, Mar- Marvel Marvel gets to use the character. Well, Marvel will get a percentage of the profits, as I'm sure they do from the X Men movies and anything else that's not in the MCU as well. But yeah, they it will be significantly less than what they get off like an Avengers movie, right? But, I mean, the idea is uh, Sony and Marvel realize it is in both of their best interests. Spider-Man, Marvel gets to use the character and Sony gets to promote Mm -hmm. their franchise by having the character in the movie. Um, So, you know, it's a win-win situation. Uh, Universal... I guess Marvel could pretty much do whatever they want with the character, but at the end of the day, uh, Universal has the right of first refusal on the dis- distribution of the movie. Yeah. So uh, Marvel would Marvel would make money. They just wouldn't, as you said, they wouldn't make as much as if it was in Marvel Studios and Marvel dis- and Disney distributed. Mm. Um, and I guess. Uh, that was the way with the original or the first, the second Hulk movie. Yeah, the Incredible Hulk, the one that's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with right. Ed Norton. Um, so Mar- Marvel has a slight excuse, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, uh, they are free to make a Hulk movie whenever they want. Mm-hmm. It's just you know, do 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 you want to share? Yeah. <laughs> So I, um, I, I'm still not sold on whether or not the Hulk could hold an entire movie himself. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, I know you haven't seen that Incredible Hulk movie, but it's not that mm. bad. Like, it's not, it's, it's not the greatest movie I've ever seen, but it's not a bad movie by any means. It's worth watching anyway. So, I mean, it, you can mm. definitely do a Hulk movie and make it interesting enough that people will go and watch it. And, and whatnot. You definitely need to introduce a few other elements. Like, I think doing a Planet Hulk movie would be totally out there and way, way different from the ones they've done before. Because the ones they've done before have been in, like, on Earth and in cities and they've just dealt with Hulk wrecking stuff, really. You, you could do Planet Hulk, which. Um, 
The problem with Planet Hulk is it's a great story for Hulk fans, but it basically comes off to somebody outside the Marvel the Marvel universe as Hulk meets Conan the Barbarian. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. That, that sounds that sounds even better than, than Planet <laughs> Hulk. Just call it that: Conan versus versus Hulk. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I, I mean, I I don't think that's what people want in a Hulk movie. They want Hulk smash. They want Hulk, uh, you know, uh, terrorizing downtown New York and creating major havoc and destroying army bases and you know, uh, jumping in the air, yanking a plane out, you know, plane out of the air and throwing it into another one. They don't want him on an alien world uh, battling giant ants. <laughs> so, I mean, I enjoyed the Planet Hulk story. It is a great story, but it's not where you at the and where the Marvel Cinematic Universe is now. It's not where you start with a Hulk movie. Um, maybe something with him, uh, if not a full fledged Avengers movie, him him in Fury or uh, you know on a Shield mission. Um, or something like that. You start there. Maybe at the end, uh, you know, maybe let's go phase four. You know, m- by then you'll have, uh, you'll have, let me get this straight. You'll have Black Panther. You'll have Tony Stark. You'll have Doctor Strange. There's three of the Illuminati. You can't have Professor X and you can't have Reed Richards. Um, I don't know if you can. You can have uh, Hank Pym in there if he's still alive. You could have Batman. Hank Pym. You could have Steve Rogers. Maybe you could have Nick Fury. You know, th- these are possible replacement people. Uh, you could have Coulson. Coulson. That's who <laughs> needs to be in the Illuminati. <laughs> it's a cool idea, but no. Um, <laughs> the uh, but so you could have them. They could come to the conclusion that uh, the world and the Hulk are probably better off separated, and shoot you know shoot them into space, and then maybe for Hulk two you do Planet Hulk. And I'm just I just don't think it's commercially viable, but it's worth a shot, and then. At the end of uh, Planet Hulk, you could set up World War Hulk, which could be your big uh, post-Infinity War uh, superhero team-up. You know, at the end of Phase Five. Yeah, like obviously they're doing with Captain America: right. Civil War. World War Hulk would eventually would essentially be like a kind of many Avengers get together. It could, it could even be, you know. Yeah, you could. It could even be an event. You could do part of the movie in Hulk, and you could do part of the movie in Avengers Six. You know, mm-hmm. do something like that. Um, and I have. A, I haven't actually read World War Hulk yet, but I know it's f- fairly uh, in, in, all encompassing. So, mm, yep. um, you know that if you're going to market the Hulk and you're going to do it, that's how you have to do the the Hulk franchise. You don't start off at planet Hulk. The normal, uh, 
your the general populace isn't ready for that yet. Well, I mean, if you if you think about it in terms of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they've already done the Incredible Hulk movie, which is the Earth based movie. They've had him in Avengers, and now they they can easily show him off space. He's been in three movies now in this universe. You can go to space. I think. I think. I think you gotta do because you gotta remember the original Hulk movie now is about ten years old. It's been a long time since mm, that came yeah. out, um, and I and a lot of people didn't even realize, including me, that it was actually part of the Marvel universe. Everyone thinks it started with <laughs> Iron Man. Um, so I think. Uh, do and especially where you left him off at the end of Avengers. Mm-hmm. It would be, it would be worthwhile to do one more based on Earth before you sh- ship him off to space. Could happen in Civil War. Though. It could. I know they've said that Hulk isn't going to be in it. I don't know about that. Well, there's also rumors they're going to introduce a new Hulk in it. Yeah, because we know that General Thunderbolt Ross is going to be in it. So, and, and you're thinking it's Red he's... Hulk. Yeah, and he is Red Hulk in the in the comics. And I'm thinking She-Hulk because she actually was part of the Civil War. Uh, I would love to see She-Hulk. I'd love to see a She-Hulk TV show, and the and the Daredevil stuff, and them to battle in the courtroom. That would be amazing. Okay, I could see that. I don't think you need a She-Hulk TV show though. I think all you need is her to guest star on Daredevil for one or two episodes. No, no, She-Hulk needs her own show. She-Hulk is amazing. <laughs> uh, I disagree, but... <laughs> I, prefer she- I prefer She-Hulk to normal Hulk. <laughs> She's much more interesting than Bruce Banner for me. I There are certain... And, and see, that's one of the things about the Hulk. There are, There's 50 shades of Hulk, let's just say. And there's 50 colors yeah, yeah. of Hulk, too. <laughs> but, um, yeah. you know, like the Peter David stuff in the... Early, late 80s, early 90s, where he was Mr. Fix-It and basically a uh, Las Vegas crime boss was absolutely mm-hmm. spectacular. Uh, there, uh, Around the same time, the ones where the Hulk has more of a mind. Yeah, you've got the smart the Hulk. Smart Hulk. The Hulk. The Hulk in Planet Hulk was uh, fairly intelligent. Mm-hmm. You know, Making him more than just uh, the big, uh, grumbly, grumpy cat that he is in the Avengers movies. You know, he, <laughs> yeah. in Avengers 2, he's the Black Widow's pet. <laughs> Very much, yeah. <laughs> he's he's kind of like a, cannon, a big green cannonball that you just line up and fire at something. He's like Ace the Bat Hound. He's <laughs> yeah. the Avengers pet. <laughs> so I mean, if uh, you know, I th- so I think before you can go and do something like Planet Hulk, you have to develop the Hulk himself. And yes, you need the you need the mindless destruction. You need him to basically lose it. But I think you need to. I think you need the movie where at least Banner gets a little more control over him. I don't know. I just think they've covered it enough in the Avengers movies to move along from that. I disagree. I totally disagree with that. I mean, uh, <laughs> there is. I mean, we just the scene in the mist, mysterious Africans uh, city where he goes toe to toe with Veronica. 
you know, hmm. he's and I don't mind that he loses control, but he really there wasn't really much control of him before that either. No, so no, I mean, you know, they said you stay with the ship, be a good dog. <laughs> we'll be back. You you guard the ship, and uh, you know, then you know the Scarlet Witch uh, sent triggers him and sends him off. But um, I I think I don't think they've developed the Hulk into somebody that can carry a movie. I, I I disagree. I think they can, if you put Hulk on it, everyone knows who Hulk. You is could there. do it very easily, but you need before you go into Planet Hulk or you go into World War Hulk. Where I mean, it, I've played the pinball table. I know the story. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean that's, that's a fair <laughs> that's a fair assumption. Like most of the stories, most in of there. the story <laughs> is in the World War Hulk Zen pinball table, uh, and, and that I always enjoyed. Um, but the you i you need to develop you need a movie where you develop this intelligent hulk you can't mm. uh and, and that and if that's the story and it's banner getting control and banner be becoming comfortable uh in his own skin as a hulk and you know uh, then you can go off and then you can do Things like, uh, you know, and maybe maybe that's the whole thing. You know, uh, they, they have decided to, sh- to send him off into space. But, you know, Banner has finally taken control of the Hulk. And so, you know, they they, they sent him off to space just after he's really become, gained control. Has, uh, you know, and, and you have your intelligent Hulk. That's how you set up world war hulk but i think you do a movie based on earth first <laughs> yeah i think we're just gonna have to agree to disagree on that one <laughs> yeah, yeah we could probably yeah. go back and forth all day on that <laughs> hey at least we filled our uh, our show here um <laughs> and this wasn't even planned <laughs> Um, did we have any other stories that you wanted to bring up or that I threw at us that were worth mentioning here? And uh, like the other couple that were there were like, <laughs> there are these stories that I've got like big headlines and then they're like nothing stories. <laughs> like, oh, yes. uh, the, the, there's a cast of the Inhumans movie. Which implies that the movie's been cast, but it actually hasn't. <laughs> no, there was something there, and I looked at it, and I said, no, this is kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah. And uh, obviously we know that the premiere date for each yep. issue, 29th of September. Which is fine. Look forward to it. <laughs> I think we mentioned that on the last show, actually, because that's just immediately after I come back. Right, from yes, you did. So I was just trying to find some stories as I was talking here. Um, all right. I don't know. I I don't think we have any tweets that we need to mention. There were no new reviews that I'm aware of. If there are, I, I apologize, and we will do them next week. No. Cast a shield. No, nothing new. James Warren sent us an awesome... I know that's a cast of some sh- show. I'm just not sure which one. It looks... Yeah, I'm not going to guess. Oh. 
Uh, we did get a tweet. I think we get. Uh, I think there was a Facebook post too by Ben, aka Shanir, that we either didn't get to last week or came out after we. It came out after we did last week's show. His tweet is: "Finished season one last week. Been marathoning your show all week to get ready for season two. Great stuff, fellas. Dig it." And I think there was something over on Facebook that I just don't have up right now. We can save that for next week. He was uh, laughing at uh, some of our predictions for season two and uh, how wrong you were, Andy. <laughs> mm, yeah, well, I think we've established that, Matt. Your my, theories some of my theories no, are a bit out there. Not at all. So let me see if I can just find it <laughs> quick. This thing doesn't like to play nice with me, though. Um, messages, notifications. Let's see if it's under messages. Ah, here we go. Ha ha. Imagine my glee. I got to open this thing up full. Ha ha. And imagine my glee watching episode three after you're gloating in the podcast for episode two. Simmons had better not be be made to comply, though. So. Ben, I want I want to <laughs> I want you to keep us updated on uh, your progress through season two, and maybe maybe we should have Ben on. Ben has his own podcast. Oh shit! You, oh, I knew you were going to do that. I mean, uh, <laughs> he's Shanir. I he did he, I he did one with Tanner, Choc- Chocobo Mosh Pit, and they were I. Uh, I'm sorry, Ben. I don't have the name anywhere near me right now, but uh, you know, we we could have Ben on for. uh, I'd like to. I'd like to get his somebody who has marathoned both seasons in a very short span to get him on the show and uh, give us his opinion and his theories about where we're going with season three. So, Ben, consider this your uh, invite. Although I know you don't listen to the 084 episodes. <laughs> but no, the um, the I did want to mention one other thing. Yeah, uh, that season two on Netflix now, which is which is cool. Only in in America though, <laughs> not in the UK. But there is ways around that. You can you can get um season one and two on US Netflix, and if you know how to use Netflix and uh, proxy servers and stuff like that, you you can work it or work around it so that you can use US Netflix and. Netflix doesn't care as long as you're paying the Pirate money. Pirate Andy don't giving you advice here, me hearties. Arrgh! It's, technically, it's not pirating. It's, <laughs> <laughs> technically, it's not pirating. I mean, you are paying Netflix money, so you can use their service. Like, if I was if I was in America, for example, then I would be using the US Netflix. That would be fine. I just, I'm just i just tricking my computer into thinking that it's in America. <laughs> not that, not that I need to watch all the episodes again just right. yet because I, I have seen. We're all, we actually went over an hour, Andy. So, so. anyways, oh. um, we're gonna wrap it here. <laughs> we do have some ideas for shows uh, over the summer, but we want your ideas. Tell us what you want to hear. Have us argue about for forty-five minutes. Uh, we're we're open to suggestions. Uh, you can tweet them to us at Cast of Shield. You can go like our Facebook page and leave us messages over there. It's Agents of Shield Cast, and you can go leave us re- reviews on iTunes that I promise to look at before we start recording, uh, and we will read those on the air as well. Uh, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, Andy, when you're not arguing with me, 
Where can people find you? Yeah, so when when I'm not arguing with you, you can find me arguing with Ali on uh, 42 Level 1, which is a podcast about games, TV, movies, and comic books. Although we have not been talking too many comic books because there's been so much gaming stuff recently. However, next week we are doing a pretty much all Batman episode. Um, <laughs> everything's going to be Batman. So you can find that on... Uh, allgames.com on Tuesdays at 4.30 Eastern, 9.30 Greenwich Mean Time, 1.30 Pacific, and all our episodes are awesome. on Stitcher and iTunes. I can and be found Thursday nights on allgames.com on the B-Team podcast with my co-host Ryan, Eli, and Mr. Fred Rojas, agent of crap. He's been on this show um, where we talk <laughs> video games, <laughs> tech, TV, a little TV. Um, I got some interesting topics for this week for this week's show, uh, but come listen to us all games Thursday nights nine p.m. Eastern. We're also available on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, that's it for this week, and I don't care. Uh, shit, <laughs> I don't have anything this week, Andy. I really don't. <laughs> Uh, I don't care whether or not the Hulk is green, red, blue, or purple. Whatever you do, don't touch Lola. Night, guys. <laughs> <laughs>